was waiting for you. Hey, what's wrong? Oh, it's nothing. It's just a readjustment. Your eyes. Hey, what's wrong? Oh, it's nothing. It's just a readjustment. Your eyes. Welcome to the Road to Damnation podcast. Sometimes I'm Lewis and I'm a cunt. <sighs> All right. Welcome to The Road to Damnation, a Horace Heresy 30K podcast. I am your host tonight, Shane, and with me as usual is the man, the myth, the legend, Neo. Go ahead and say what's going on, buddy. Hey. Do that one more time just because I like hey. it. That's good. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect tone and inflection, everything. And also with me, also with us tonight, is Lewis, all the way from the home country. What's going on? What's up, Lewis? Well, well, it's not England, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> I'm glad you know geography, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, And that's my dog shaking in the background, if you can hear him. <laughs> we have a dog Aww. on the show. What? Oh, my God. Poor baby. Right, so uh, sorry it's been a little sporadic lately, guys. Uh, we actually recorded an episode of, like a month ago, and it just got lost uh, in the art, like the vault known as Neo's uh, like midget porn stash. So yeah, maybe one, crap. maybe one of these days it'll come back, and you get to hear the lost episode. But uh, yeah, so we've been a little spoiled. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out how to get my computer functioning well enough to to post that tonight, just so <laughs> it looks really bad. You <laughs> know what? I don't I don't even care. Like I hope you do because you know what, listeners, if you're hearing this, you know that Neo's a cunt, and you're on yeah, my side. I, I take full accountability. You're well. You I'm know a, what? I'm a fucking cunt hole. You're welcome. You're welcome, listeners. I got that episode. I forced it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so um, we actually, um, speaking of lost episode, um, just to help improve the frequency, goes my dog again, to improve the frequency of our episodes, we actually uh, changed the way we're recording, changed the format. Uh, hopefully, it's more enjoyable for you guys. Uh, it's going to be a lot um, easier. Easier, easier for us on an editing standpoint, which we think is going to translate over into just better quality overall for you guys. So. And more of uh, us being drunk and calling each other a cunt. Well, yeah, I mean, mostly just Lewis being a cunt, but, you know, that is what it is. Yeah, so uh, what we're going to do uh, tonight, we're going to talk about what we've been doing. Hobbit progress. Uh, we're going to talk, we're going to dive really deep and find out uh, what, what makes Neo tick. Uh, what are his preferences? Does he like left-handed or right-handed masturbation? Uh, blondes, brunette, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, Only if they're dead. That's oh all that really matters. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is I'm pretty sure we're going to have some new listeners on this episode and we're just really starting it off well. Uh, I mean, necrobestiality is not what's oh, put out to be, so no. that's why I buy the dead oh, No, no. I mean, I don't live that far from Trenton. No, it's only a no, of miles. no, 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 no. Like, so you're Dad, talking okay. single digits. Okay, that's enough. So. Okay, all right. Dad, go, like, that's enough. You can go back in your hole now. 
<laughs> like here, go get, go eat your pudding. All right, I'll climb. Started. I'll climb back into your no, nope, okay. nope, <laughs> no. Oh boy! As uh, you can see, we've got great control on this episode. Stuff with episode <laughs> is starting off well. Uh, we're also going to do some list review. We got an interview with Ryan Bridges on this one. Um, you'll you'll you. I was going to say you will find out. Um, I think that's just about everything for the episode, right? That we're going to cover list list. We said list review, hobby progress, Ryan Bridges interview. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, you know. We we really got to talk about what we've been up to. Oh, for sure. You know, we've been busy in the Nova prepping. Yeah. Uh, actually, Lewis, do you want to go ahead and start uh, with hobby progress slash what we've been doing? Sure. Uh, I don't remember the last time we recorded, so I'm gonna pretend like I did. Uh did we was on the last episode that event that we ran? I'm pretty sure that I... was on the last episode. Oh no. No. Right, so, so, what I've been up to is no. Maddie. That was on. That was on the lost episode. Yeah, like the one that we've lost. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So in that brief time, we ran an event that was everyone's hobby progress. Everyone was there. Uh, it was a mixture of Titanicus as, as well as um, 30k. We were kind of expecting more Titanicus, but ended up with more 30k. It was a blast. A lot of people died. We linked the game systems together. It really worked out really well. Enough of that. All right. So what I've been up to is getting together my Emperor's Children Army for Nova. In all manners and forms, it is all finally coming together. So I have my paint scheme down, which I'm really happy with, um, perfected from the couple of art classes that I took. But what I really hadn't conquered was... um, tackling what kind of bases I wanted to do. And if, if Mongo was here currently, uh, he would also tell you that I kind of went around his house and we sat down and, and he kind of showed me some basing techniques. So what I've ended up with is this really cool rusty underlook with a cool yellow top, like it's a sprayed metal. And this was all because Neo taught me a couple of tricks. Basically, the base is a mixture of a a very whole, like, rusty red with some uh, orange in. Because, you know, one thing that Mongo did tell me is, like, rust isn't always one color. It's always right. multiple colors. So, it, that, then I, I varnished it, did the whole chipping sp- uh, hairspray method, um, which worked out really well. Um, and then built up a yellow on top. And- yeah, dude, I saw some of the pictures. The, the That purple, like, your skill level's definitely gone up, so. Yeah, dude, yeah, that that's true. Yeah, your, your painting is really, really, really jumped up, man. I, and I gotta say, as much as people say painting classes are worth it, totally worth it. Take a painting class, learn to do some of these cool techniques. Yeah. You know, you ask people to do some of them, how they do it, or if they can show you. Like, there's yeah. so many cool techniques out there. I just they we need, keep learning new things. We need to get our shit together and have Henry on. Like, damn. Yeah. Plus, like, <laughs> I know, dude. We have fuck-handed that so bad. The guy's probably, like, never going to speak to us again. He's going to be like, you know what? All those skills I taught you, give them back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Nice, man. Anything else? Or uh, pretty much wrapping um, it up with that. 
I, I kind of want to keep, uh, you know, this is kind of where I've been focusing at. Um, once uh, Nova is done, uh, I think I'm going to focus on adding Death Guard because I am in love with their fluff. And Dude, their fluff is sexy. I used to play Death Guard. I feel like it will be a cool challenge for me going forward to do the white. White and yellow, like a colors I never thought I would ever be decent at painting it. Mm-hmm. And now my white's coming out pretty sick that I'm, I'm really happy with the way it's coming out. I can give you a recipe for doing like a, a nice white that'll contrast really nicely with that green on the Death Guard too, if you want. Yeah, I think I, I really want to take this all from scratch and, and build it up and, and make uh, and also weathering because Death Guard are great for learning weathering techniques. Yes. Yeah. They just keep pounding out and putting different weathering patterns on the. Like, uh, I, I'm truly excited to take on that and just keep painting. I just want to, to be honest, this is kind of where, like, I've had more fun is, is, like, painting, like, improving different painting styles. Yeah. It's, it's been get, a lot of fun. I'll give you a hint. It's going to blow your fucking mind. The way you start out to paint this white is by priming it black. What kind of, uh... Nope, that's not how I do my world leaders now. What kind of Death Guard list do you want to run? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm gonna kind of, you know, I know Death Guard are very infantry based mm-hmm. armies, so it'll probably be along that line. Uh, definitely a lot of rad grenades. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, rad grenades and uh, what's that scythe called again? Oh man, that's embarrassing. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that, that, that my, one. I, I can tell you the rules. Minus one initiative. <laughs> AP, <laughs> AP two sweep attack. That's that awesome. One. <laughs> um, oh, God, kill me now. <sighs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to uh, try that one out and just kind of, you know, I'm really excited with uh, the way the Emperor's Children. If you go to Nova and you see it, you know, it's, I'm pretty impressed with this so far. And me and Mongo will have fun on Saturday for sure. Well, yeah, you're going to have a lot of fun with uh, Mago's ass. Huh? Nice, yeah, man. That's really it. <laughs> you would know, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates the, the Yeah, he's going to love that one. Yeah. We have the great Neo on, uh, who's currently on the show. We need to know what Neo has been up to. Yeah, Neo, what you been up to, man? Well, my my latest hobby progress was actually uh, completing a, a whole new hobby desk. And I haven't done jack shit since. So yeah, but a hobby desk is a massive undertaking. So I mean that counts. Yeah, I'm I'm still in the process of like figuring out the shelving. I got a second paint rack the other day, uh, like or you know like the big acrylic nail polish racks. So I have two of them. It's like a couple of feet by a couple of feet, so it's pretty big. So I got plenty of space for that, and I, and I want a bunch of like shelves for other stuff now. I just haven't figured out exactly how I want to do that. Finger it mm-hmm. out or figure it out. Both. Finger it out. Whatever. Same thing, right? <laughs> Whatever method I used on your mom is really the the optimal approach here. Four in the butt, one in the pink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm about due for a hobby desk upgrade. Yeah, Shane, so, entertainers. Yes. All right, what yeah, is the so, crazy uh, Shane been up to? Uh, I have actually gotten a lot of hobby progress done. It's been nice. I smashed out that last... Uh, so uh, I've been smashing out my hobby progress. I 
pounded out that uh, Empress Children commission that I had. Or, God, Empress Children. I pounded out that Blood Angels commission that I have. Um, it was two javelin pattern speeders and uh, two uh, of the Tempest pattern land speeders for him. Yep. So client's really happy with them. I'll be handing them off to him at Nova. I'm hoping he can make it. He's had some uh, some serious things come up in his personal life that I'm hoping that uh, everything's settled down and he's okay. But uh hope everything's okay for him. Anyway, um, but I don't want to air his personal life. <laughs> um, did that. Super happy with that. I finished uh, five Tartaros term pattern terminators from Alpha Legion. They're all done. Um, that finishes off all of my Nova painting. So I am officially good to go for Nova with my Alpha Legion. So I'll be breaking them out this year. And Mongo can cry some more about how I never run world leaders. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, this is probably one of the last times I'm going to play them. And I'm just going back to world leaders because I need to go back to my roots. Alpha Legion's fun, but world leaders are better. Uh, also, I painted eight Knight Perfirens for Titanicus. God um, damn it. Eight. Well, you know, it, it would be brutal, but I'm planning on running an all-night list for Titanicus. And that's simply because I'm, I'm trying to break the mold. I'm tired of seeing people run two Warlords with twin Bellicosa Volcano Cannons and an Apocalypse Missile Launcher. Like... Come on, guys. Branch out. Change up the meta. Be the change you want to see. So, I'm doing all nights. I've been having a lot of fun getting smashed with all nights. Um, don't win very many games, but uh, it's cool. It's fun. I like nights. That brings me up to a total of 28 nights now for the game. <laughs> uh, other than that, I got a new, I got a new Magnarack. I, got the, I finally broke down and bought the big like travel suitcase, battle foam case. Oh, and you I, did? Yeah, yeah, I did. I filled it with uh, Magna Racks, and I got everything in there that I need for Nova. I even got my Necromunda gang in there. Hashtag go to lack. Um, also got my AT in there. I got my Alpha Legion in there. Like, it's awesome. I highly recommend uh, if you can get a Magna Rack. It's pretty dope. So, did that. Uh, I've been painting some other stuff, doing some other uh, work, but uh, it's not 30k related. So, um, hey, is Hobby Progress count if I commissioned um, Mongo to paint my Necromunda gang? Even though it's not heresy related. It well, I mean, it does count because you're paying the hobby tax. But other than that, um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's it's been a lot of work. So, uh, yeah, but I'm excited. It's nice. Uh, I've been feeling the hobby bug pretty good lately, so I've been getting a lot of work done. Um, and then what's awesome is we're going to hit Nova in two weeks here. And I don't know about you, but every time after Nova, I come home and I'm just like chomping at the bit, like, oh yeah, I got to paint this. I got to paint that, you know? So really excited for Nova, but that's my happy progress. That sounds freaking awesome. Obviously yeah. we're withholding some stuff because a lot of us are trying to save it for Nova. So if you see us, like we, we, we will work pretty hard so we're all pretty excited to show off our fun stuff yeah uh if you're at nova feel free to come and hang out with us uh we'll probably maybe we'll even record like a drunken segment with you guys and just talk lots of shit 
and they that's what we'll have we'll have we'll call it the listener episode and we'll just it'll all be listeners telling us how much they hate us and the <laughs> yeah. sound the sound um, cloud will be garbage and you'll all hate us for it and then we'll lose yeah. the, the last two Actually, subscribers we have to max out the reverb yo shane do you have a phone with an audio jack nope <laughs> all right yeah we're fucked it would be terrible quality <laughs> i have an adapter that can plug in um to use an audio jack I have the the adapter that iPhone makes for that stupid. Yeah, thing, you cause... have the dongle because the yeah, Apple dongle. yeah, dongle. Yeah, so that yeah, way whatever. the battery can die. Mm-mm. Now the trick, man, is you get one of them. You get a cordless uh, charger. You just set it on the charger, and it charges it through osmosis. <laughs> Some somebody's raging at their phone right now, Liam. Like that's not how it freaking works. I know that's not how it works, but it's funny. So laugh. But yeah, um, so I guess the next the next segment's gonna be um, our interview with Ryan Bridges. Um, yeah. So we, we so we should ask the listeners, what song should we put in for our segments or transitions? They could be weird, they could be not weird. It's up to you guys. Don't really care. Would recommend so, it's not Neo weird. So how just, put, well, just just putting that out there. That's like the real end of the scale. We're talking like, yo, if you guys want Shane to sing, he's a Barbie girl. We we can have him do that. Yeah, I could do that. I would do um, that for the show. I would do that for he, you. If he sings that, he has to be an Apple's chaps, chaps with a fedora on, and like um, and every ser- lyric with milady, and maybe like a Michael Myers mask. But they can't see that. That's the problem. Cut out the mouth because you're going to need that for all the dick sucking that you're going to do in that outfit. <laughs> wow. That's. <laughs> oh, intense. damn. I love myself. Jeez. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that happened. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh... <laughs> God damn. But yeah, we have new formats. Send us in. But if you want to have a segment, you can literally we'll put the tune that you picked. We have a Nova segment coming up because we want to get this out before Nova. Yep. We're gonna have a list segment. Uh, we owe uh, Mr. Tyler a Night Lords, or I'm sorry, not a Night Lords list. We owe him a Word Bears list. We owe. We had a recent request for a Blood Angels list, so we'll probably include that. And I think we had an, we had one more list. I have to look at my phone, but I have it. I just well, I put I put like a good thing out on our Facebook page. If you were on uh, the Road to Damnation page, saying that we're coming up with a new format and we want ideas for topics, and you guys wrote in. And yeah, I thought about this real quickly. And you can still write in and see if you want us to drunkenly talk about any issue, get it wrong, and then you can yell at us for it. Yeah, that has happened. That's what we're here for, for the community. You guys can all improve your self-esteem by just beating up on three retards that write and record a podcast. Yeah. Uh, That actually reminds me. I have primed models outside still. Whoops. Here it is. So (laughs) I just thought about that. Good thing it's not raining. Someone wanted us to talk about Centurion versus the Chondax campaign, which was in this game. Super easy, bro. No Leviathans anymore. Get fucked. Uh, hobby skills with Mongo and Shane. So the hobby tips are kind of working out. And to be honest, Mongo is a great teacher. 
regret whatever he says. If what he tells you, if you try it, works really. Well. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, you know, some guy wanted uh, <clears throat> Sean Gray actually wanted us to point out the different uh, Legion lists and like possibilities. So we can work on that slowly as we go through. Uh, we have the request of Titanicus, uh, the Heresy interaction demons and custodes. We can totally work mm. on that. Yeah, we can do it. You're going to hear a lot of complaining. <laughs> Dude, I'm raging so hard now. Like, the more and more I see people playing demons, the more and more I'm just like, I hate you. <laughs> the one bit I'm looking really forward to is the fluff talk going on to the fluff. So we, we can definitely do that. Yeah, so, absolutely. I'm totally nose diving into that. And um, Oh, my God. Can I add something to my hobby progress? I really, for- oh, I really forgot about it. You finished pinning your custodes army? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, does your mom like them? Or, yup. Right. No. So, also part of my hobby progress was I listened to Wolfsbane. Yep. I also listened to, um, Born of Fire, the book right after Wolfsbane. Uh, yep. let me just uh, save you guys the pain. Skip Wolfsbane. It's horrible. Unless you like Space Wolves, then you might like it. It's re. It's it's. It's it's a filler book. It's an absolute waste of time. I, I can sum it up in like three sentences. Neiman um, Russ wants to go kick Horace's ass. He goes, but he bitches out. Horace kicks his ass. Book's over. Done. Like it's just <laughs> dumb. There's Six like a second dr- heresy with yeah, Shane. There's 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 like a drug infused dream quest for Russ where he's like talking with people and they're all just like you're not the spirit of the wolf bro and he's like bro but i am and they're like no bro you're not and he's like but i am and they're like drink a lot and he's like i did and they're like nah man you didn't finish it like it's just so dumb <sighs> i just we, I we got heresy with so shane <laughs> yeah i know people want to hear the rant more um uh, we can definitely record a say i can i can either record a solo rant or if you guys want to like Put your plugs in. I can record it while you guys are there. Um, do it at the rant. So we got segments lined up. We got great ideas for the show. It's all coming up on yeah. the new format, the Road to Damnation, which is better for you and better for us. So yeah, but we seriously, we really appreciate you guys all commenting on there and letting us know what you want to hear because that's the only way that we're going to be able to put out content that you guys like is if you tell us what you like. So. Um, Feel free to write us in road to damnation at gmail.com. Is it road to damnation or road to damnation 30k? Road to damnation buddy k at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yep. We will get better at the Instagram. I don't particularly have Instagram, so it's tough for me. I'm not really a social media person. We have Facebook, Road to Damnation podcast, uh, road to da- at Road to Damnation on Instagram. Like, DM us, you know, slide right into them DMs if you want to, like, send us a haiku, like you're a... Well, you know what I do want to see, since we've been talking, and we always moan about hobby progress, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but, so, what I want to see is, yo, you guys out there, if you actually do listen, and it's not just me, Shane, Monk, uh, Neo, um, if if you wanted to send us your hobby progress, Maybe it's for Nova, maybe it's for an event close to you and you're not going to Nova, or maybe it's just you painting. Yo, post it up on the Road to Damnation. We definitely like to see people's paintwork, see what's going on. Oh, yeah. You know, and and we like to give you a shout out. Yeah, man. Feel free to message us on Facebook, whatever. Like, we'll we'll gladly, like, we'll talk. Like, we will gladly, we're just right. 
just four schmucks. So whatever, man. Well, Lewis is like a mega cunt, so he probably won't talk to you. But the rest of us are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis and I got some interviews lined up too. Um, so we're we've uh, got a pretty full schedule here. We're kind of kicking off season two. Of the and if you want to get on the show to talk about your events coming up in your area, because we definitely want to grow the heresy community. Yes. Send us an email to Road to Damnation of 30k. Uh, yeah, gmail.com we'll set you up for a recording yeah. schedule um and we'll go from there yeah david i know we owe you a, a interview absolutely um, but yeah we'll definitely interview you um we'll have a set of, like a questions we can ask you uh yeah all right that's us all right that's this segment we're uh gonna roll it on over onto the Nova Open chat with Ryan Bridges. See you boys in a bit. Gotta relax. This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. Hmm. Human music. I like it. Right. Uh, now we're moving on to our interview here with uh, Mr. Ryan Bridges. Go ahead and see what's going on, Ryan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Ryan, uh, he, you are the organizer for some of the events at the Nova Open uh, this year for 30K and also uh, the Charity Foundation Army, uh, Brosif. So uh, why don't you, uh, you want to go ahead and... Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into 30K, how you got roped into Nova and all that good stuff, man. Yeah, so uh, 30K, let's see. So I, I started playing 40K about 10 years ago. Um, took a little bit of a break, uh, maybe like 2014 time frame. And at the time I was on a, uh, there's there was a forum called the Free Buddhas, uh, which was like uh, 40K radio. Yep. Yep. So I was on there with a guy named Ryan Kimmel, who you guys are probably all well aware of. Oh yeah. And uh, I happen to be, yeah, happen to be overseas for about six months, and <clears throat> I was just chatting to him, and I had been reading the Horus Heresy books, you know, as everybody does, and I actually started reading those shortly after they came out, and then he's like, "Hey, uh, there's a whole game where you could play this if you're burnt out on 40k." And then he put me on Eye of Horus. I started listening to them when they had a couple episodes out. And it's pretty much, you know, that, that got me hooked. I started with Mechanicum in 2015, um, did Nova in 2016, and then started running events in Maryland. And uh, kind of built up the community in the Maryland area. And then I offered to help out at Nova um, for 2017. So I've been doing it for a couple years. Nice. Yeah. Still haven't quit. I regret it yet, I should say. <laughs> no, I mean, so much so, I, you know, I did the whole uh, flipped all my 40k armies and the 30k armies, and I oh, keep yeah. fluctuating between owning four to six at a given time and swearing that I'm gonna like only have a couple, but I'm gonna stop, honey. I'm gonna stop. I promise. Just one more army. Just yeah. one more army. <laughs> <laughs> it is at the point now where it's like I sell a whole army and that just funds the next one. Cause I, yeah, I'm, it's bad. <laughs> I'm at a well. It's you know I enjoy painting a ton. Like, sure, I get most of my enjoyment from painting. Playing is fun too, but um, you know, once I like finish an army and there's nothing left to paint for it, that's kind of like it's only a matter of time before it ends up being sold for something that I can paint. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. How many armies do you usually keep on hand at a time? Um, let's, right, right now I got Mechanicum, which is my always been my main. I did part. I used to have Cybernetica. Um, I just sold all my robots, so it's all just Thalax, Myrmidons, Ursarax, and a Baneblade. Like a ridiculous amount of Myrmidons and Thalax <laughs> and Ursarax. Um, and then I've got Militia. I bought Dave Sampson's uh, Militia Army. That he had up like six months ago. Oh, yep. very nice. I, yeah, I remember that. So, that's like uh, a third painted right now. And then I've got about 2K of Word Bearers. And I've got just finished 3K of Night Lords. And I've got uh, a bunch of demons I'm playing around with. So, and talons. I've got some talons as well. So, yeah, nice, you man. know, just, just like nice. everybody else, more yeah. than I can possibly play in a day. <laughs> running the whole, run the whole gamut there, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, do yeah. you moon them out if you run an event? Is that uh, do you and you have some players that haven't played before? Or is oh that yeah, yeah. I, I, Sorry, I usually offer. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, so I usually have one or two. I'll have a loyalist and a trader army with me at a given day, and it's happened a couple times down in the Maryland 30k area, uh, where we had actually a new player show up who. Like showed up the morning of, and he didn't have an army. Didn't really know what it was about, but had heard of it or read the books. And then we wrangled them into, oh, "I've got an army ready for you if you want to play it." And <laughs> first I'm, one's free. Yeah, the first <laughs> one's free. So that happens occasionally, you know. That's the best way to do it, though. Honestly, I mean, that's how I've, I've gotten people hooked before. Back when I had two armies, you're just like, "Hey, let me just just the tip, man. Just put the tip yeah. in, you know." That's oh, awesome. Yeah, you can borrow it for a couple months and see how you like it, or um, yeah, so it works out. It does. It does. It, uh, heresy has definitely kind of exploded. I'd say in the m- mid eastern seaboard region, from I'd say Virginia up to New England, really. Yeah, all the way up there. Um, I think it, we were pretty late taking off into the heresy and getting a lot of events going and getting really a lot of action going on here but it's definitely moving now there's no stopping that train yeah and that when i started uh i did nova in 16 and that's when uh i knew some of the freebooters were down in virginia uh just online or whatever but uh the richmond 30k group is very strong um so i started hanging out with them and so we have a lot of events that um or we have a lot of people that go back and forth and so it kind of goes from like virginia to maryland Maryland into PA, PA down to Maryland. And then we're, you know, there's like one or two state buffer. And now you guys are running events too. So I, I'm hoping to get up there at one point. Um, I, I try to make it to each of the states like once once a year. So nice. I think I, I owe you guys a visit at some point. Yeah, you do. That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. Um, so how did you... Uh... How'd you go about getting involved with the charity army? Uh, obviously, we worked. Mongo and myself worked with you uh, on one of the armies, uh, and then you worked with some other fabulous painters on the other armies. Um, how'd you get involved in that? Uh, so that was, you know, Nova Open Charity Foundation has been around for well since Nova was established, and they've been doing charity armies for five or six years. Um, so previously, Dave Taylor of Dave Taylor Miniatures was, he was like the sole proprietor of yeah. running all of the charity auctions. Yep. So 
like to give you a sense of the scale, if you're not familiar, last year I think there were 40 or so auctions. This year we have about the same number. It ranges the gamut of, you know, it's obviously got 30K, 40K, and then every any other game system that's popular that you can think of probably has a charity uh, auction. Uh, on And it's on Nova Open Foundation. Uh, and I'll I'll send that to you guys. But yeah, Nova we'll post the o- links in the yeah. show notes. NovaOpenFoundation.org. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he was doing it. And then you guys are probably tracking that he did his um, Kickstarter for his Armies, uh, the Legions and Hordes book. Yep, awesome book. Yep. So, and now he's doing one with the Terrain Tutor. So he he decided to take a little bit of a break from Nova. He'd been doing it for five or six years. And uh, he said, hey, I know you're active in the 30K community. Would you mind doing this? And I said, eh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have to twist your arm a lot? Was no, that- I mean, I felt, I, felt uh, I guess, honored that he would consider asking me. I was probably like the fifth person, and I was the sucker that said yes. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so, yeah, I said, yeah, I could do that. Um, and then this year, you know, I did not do any of the painting except i did do some of the basing um for the the scars army just to kind of bring everything together but uh i was really just the guy behind the scenes putting the teams together and then helping organize the logistics and working between the teams and nova open to get um donations and different swag and stuff for the armies and then to obviously get them back to Nova um, so that they could get photographed and put up for auction. So yeah, you had all the non glorious, non sexy job, but which couldn't be done. None of it would happen without the work that you did on that one. So yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. No, absolutely. And then, you know, so I did that for 30 K, which was only two armies. And then basically every other game system, there's like, probably six or seven other people behind the scenes that are helping with the different game systems. Um, because what Dave was able to do as one man, it takes like 10 people to do, <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know where the guy had the time to do 40 freaking charities. Like it's, it was like wrangling cats to get you guys to do what you need to do. No offense. Um, no, you guys are, well, you guys are easy to deal yeah. with, but you know, it's just a, Getting everybody, hey, we're going to do this thing. Figuring out which portions everybody's going to paint, getting the paint scheme and all that kind of shit. So, like, I can't imagine doing that. Yeah. yeah across that's... multiple game systems. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. So, for the 30K armies, how much are the tickets? Um, <clears throat> let me actually check. I think how they much, are. How much are the tickets, and what are the armies? I mean, I know obviously yeah. we spoiled the shit out of the White Scars, but what are the yeah. two armies? Tell so us. we did a Chagorian Brotherhood White Scars army. Those are six dollars a ticket, uh, and you, it's unlimited. You can buy as many as you want, or as few as you want. Um, and you can also it ships worldwide, so you don't have to be in the United States, and you don't have to be at Nova to win. That's um, awesome. That's really yeah. cool. And they'll ship it for free. Um, let's see. And I think the other one's $6. So we had a Night Lords. Yeah, $6 for the Night Lords. Um, that's a Zone Mortalis Assault Force. So 
I unfortunately am not a- allowed to buy tickets for these armies. But your award is that not. That would look a little funny if you won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Everybody would be won. like, the, uh, the, I think there's one more that falls into the 30 gate. 30 there gate is. Too. There is. Yeah. So. CK Studios, um, which I think everybody, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you've been to their class, Shane, but um, like. I have not, actually. Okay. Well, anyway, a couple of us have been into their courses. Really good stuff. That's, right. that's, so, where, that's where we met, Ryan. That's right. right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, CK Studios, the whole studio. Um, we talked about it on the Remembrancers Retreat a couple weeks ago, but. Uh, Basically, they were approached and asked if they would paint a warlord. So they got together uh, the whole studio, which is six or seven painters, which are you know pretty well known, multiple golden demon winner painters: Sam Lance, Vince Venturella, um, Caleb, and I don't remember the other guys. Uh, Justin Kiefer, I haven't met him yet, but uh, anyway. They all got together and they did different portions of the warlord, right? So they came down with a really sweet, like, beautiful sea foam green custom warlord uh, legio, and they actually got uh, Carl Tuttle of the independent characters. Is he wrote all the fluff for it? So the the That's warlord, cool. yeah, the warlord spans like pre heresy through heresy and then uh it's rediscovery in the 41st millennium so it's you can really play it um you know you can play it in 30k apoc games you can play it in 40k games Don't but uh 40k games Just well you, you know if you're into that i don't know not that there's anything wrong with that not that there's anything wrong with that different strokes for different folks but but that uh, model looks awesome and it doesn't look like six or seven people did Different people I know, it, and that's that's what amazing. I was talking to Caleb. That was probably one of the most impressive things is that they were shipping off like, like at one point I think Vince and uh, Sam Lentz, who do some really fantastic freehand um, work, they happened to be together one weekend and they had shipped all the armor panels their way, and so the two of them just cra- cranked out all the freehand on the armor panels, right. And they both have unique styles, but everything kind of came together cohesively. And they were shipping different parts back and forth, depending on who was working on it on a given weekend. So the logistics behind that alone was was fairly intense. And the cost. Um, and the costs and everything. But they just did an absolutely phenomenal job on that. So that one's really exciting. I, I was not involved in that one, so I have bought multiple tickets. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully I win that one. But uh, yeah, that one's going to be pretty awesome. And then that will actually be if you guys were at Nova last year, um, you know, down in the charity where they have all the charity armies, it'll probably be on the rotating display there yep. um, was, at the bottom of the escalator. There yeah, there was a warlord last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah, that's um, cool. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yep, that's really cool. Um, I had another question, but mine just blanked. Mongo, help me out here. <laughs> crazy story. We we need a crazy story too before the end. You got to tell uh, us. Well, I feel, well, a couple of things. First off, um, do you want to go ahead and quick shout out because you're also on a podcast, sir? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So I'm on the Remembrancers Retreat. 
um, which is the Richmond 30K uh, podcast. And I'm on there with uh, there's seven or eight or nine hosts that kind of rotate through. And they also do uh, another podcast called Heresy Grad School, which is like a deep dive into the lore of the of 30K. Um, so Remembrances Retreat is more of a general podcast. Covers all sorts of different topics with 30K. Um, so yeah, I'm on. That's what the Richmond guys. I'm the one out of state dude that, that's on that podcast. Okay, you got. I've seen you guys on iTunes. Are you guys on SoundCloud too? Still? Um, let's see. Uh, Podbean. Podbean. Okay. I don't know if we're on Sound SoundCloud. I think we're still on iTunes. I don't really do any of that stuff. I just show up and talk every once in a while. Same. Same. I, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> But uh, if, I mean, do you want to run through the the charity armies? I think you guys probably talked about the scars. We um, talked a little bit about the scars, but yeah, talk about the uh, talk. Tell us about the night lords. Yeah, so the night lords we got painted. Uh, so again, Caleb from CK Studios. Um, he agreed to paint the night lords. I think before he agreed to paint the war warlord. I don't know. So he he double booked himself. <laughs> And then Dave Taylor painted. So the Zone Mortalis Assault Force was actually a small little army that I had been collecting that I really wanted to do. Uh, that I just, where we had done the White Scars or we had kicked that off. And then I was looking for a second army to do. And that was just sitting there abused and unused. So that went out to Dave Taylor and Caleb. And it's straightforward it's a uh, Sevatar is leading it. You've got two Tartarus Terminator squads. You've got a tactical squad, and you have the um, Contemptor Dreadnought, the Night Lord's Contemptor. So Caleb did the Night Lord's Contemptor and the um, tactical squad and Sevator, and they, I mean, you you know Caleb's style. Like it's 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 really nice. It's just pretty pretty damn nice considering i just painted night lords and i look at his stuff i'm like yeah he's a he's a a top tier painter (laughs) you know so each of them only painted 11 models but they did uh pretty phenomenal work on it so it's a pretty small army it's about a thousand points it's uh, straight out of the box on mortalis assault force so you could if you get that one you'll be able to play zm up to a thousand points um, and they just, yeah, they did a great job on that. We had uh, the bases were donated by Seeker Weapon, actually for both armies. Seeker Weapon donated the bases. Um, yeah, so that's that's phenomenal. And then the White Scars, <clears throat> I know you guys have talked about it, but we had uh, Nate out of uh, Graying Legion. He did up the characters, and he did up a couple jet bike squads to include Include some Kit Bash Golden Jet uh, Keshig. We had Robbie from down in Richmond, Remembrancers Retreat. He did uh, some Eben Keshig with the Land Raider and some Falcon's Claws. Uh, Chase did a, I think he did a Lightning, one of yep. the Flyers. Yep. Um, Shane, you did the the uh, Termite with the Melta Vets, if I remember correctly. Mongo, you did. What six, six jet bikes or something? Five or five or six, something. Yeah, like that. I mean, all told, the the army has, uh, yeah, like 
14 jet bikes. There's a storm seer. There's a praetor. I think just about every special unit from the book is in there. Because Nate Kitbash, the Golden Keshig, Robbie Kitbash, the Ebon Keshig, and the Falcon's Claws. So I think that's the special units covered. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. So it's, what? Twenty five hundred points total. Oh, it's it's probably between two thousand and twenty five. I I I it was at two thousand before some of the extra stuff got added, and I haven't reported yeah. it. But it's a it's a solid two thousand point army. Um, that can be run as Trigorian Brotherhood. Pretty much, I think that's about it. It's a super easy pain scheme too. Like if uh, any of our listeners actually end up winning the army, let me know if you want to add to it. I'll tell you how yeah. we painted it. Yeah, and that was another one where we had you know six different painters that we were all doing different, or they were doing the same paint scheme over six different sets of models, and yeah. it looked pretty pretty damn cohesive. So um, I'm excited to see how they do. You know, as always, it's one of those things you put a lot of work into something that's going up for charity, and you hope that it um, brings in at least what it's worth. Yeah. On man. that on that one, Nova donated some stuff too. They donated you know, a Land Raider and um, a bunch of jet bikes and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Nice. And what, uh, so what charities um, do these armies benefit? Yeah. So uh, let's see. White Scars is benefiting Doctors Without Borders. Oh, maybe I have these backwards. I can't remember. So one of them is benefiting Doctors Without Borders. It's the Night Lords. The Night Lords. Okay. And then, um, <laughs> The White Scars is the Fisher House. Yes, sir. Which, uh, the Fisher House, if you don't know, I've, I've had friends that have used it and families that have used it, but um, it's used for Gold Star families to help uh, You know, when a service member dies and they're brought back to the States. It helps get those families a comfortable place where they can start the grieving process and where they can go through some of the appointments and everything that go on. And it's it's really designed to provide a comfortable accommodations in a, a time of need for, you know, families who have had a service member lost. So it's a really super good foundation. Um, if you're a military member, you probably heard of it or had, um, you know, friends or family or friends, families have to use it. And uh, it's fantastic that it's there in a time of need. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then um, so Nova in general, Nova Open Charity Foundation. There's only three charities they donate to, and if you don't know, 100% of the uh, proceeds that are made at Nova are donated to charity, right? So all of the staff at Nova Open, nobody is paid. It's all volunteer. Um, so once they've done all the overhead for paying for the convention, paying for you know whatever it costs to rent out the Hyatt for four days, which yeah. is probably a little bit, um, you know, after they've paid all of the bills, then everything else goes to charity and they do primarily three charities. So they do Fisher house, they do, um, doctors without borders, and then they do the breast cancer society, um, or breast cancer foundation. And then, you know, last year we had some, um, police folks. There was quite a bit of police presence at Nova last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and that was because, because of Shane's shenanigans. Yeah, no, they heard no. Shane was coming. And they're like, we better lock this motherfucker down. I don't drink that much. I didn't <laughs> yell that much at the 40k guys the year before that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, they donated some uh, some proceeds uh, to that 
like the family fund for that um, police department for the Crystal City Police, which is cool, you know, because they they were kind of supporting us and keeping people safe and keeping yeah, dumb absolutely. things from happening. Well, so. and not even that, but the cops that were hanging out in our area were really nice guys. Like they were super oh, yeah. chill. It was it was cool. Like I, they probably had the best job ever that weekend, just babysitting a bunch of drunk nerds. I know. They're like, oh, this is easy. Yeah, because yeah, we had that, that one night. Uh, it's when all the Titans were out. Oh, there were like yeah. two we were or three or four of them that were shit. coming down. Yeah, yeah. They had all the Warlord Titans. They're like, how much is this shit? And someone told them, and they're like, that's my fucking paycheck. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. You nerds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's when you turn and you look at <laughs> Yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep. <laughs> you, yeah. You can have that one. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome, man. All right. Uh, well, uh, Mongo, uh, I am satisfied for questions. The one I wanted to ask is completely gone, and I have no chance of recovering it. It's probably something about the charity, but I'm I'm just I'm gonna give up on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the only question I have left is, is: Do you have any events that you want to shout out? Uh, no, just the Nova events. Um, okay. But really quick on the the charity, when you see the link, it's still live until <clears throat> until the Sunday of Nova. So you can buy tickets online, or you can buy them at Nova, uh, and it's I think through the third of August, third uh, of September, no, second of September, whatever the Sunday is of Labor Day weekend, um, you can buy tickets up until then. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yep. Even if you don't win, it goes to a good cause. So that's right. Buy tickets. Yep. So who knows? Maybe yeah. And yeah. we did have last year. We had uh, Al Adele. He's a yep. guy down in. PA, he won the World Eaters Army, so that yep. you know that stayed relatively local, at least on the same coast as you us. Get to look at it uh, quite often. Yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful army. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely buying tickets for that Warlord and for those Night Lords. Yeah, good deal. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you very much for coming on tonight. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime, guys. In. I'll chime in real quick. Okay. For those, for those of the people that have never been to Nova, you know, there's a bunch of events going on. Kind of explain to us what the hell is Nova all about? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's the probably second largest gaming convention in the U.S. Uh, Adepticon is definitely first. Nova is probably second. Um, and then LVO is probably you know, back there a little bit. But um, it started out, of uh, what, like 10 years ago or so as kind of a, a park hammer. They started in one of the parks down in uh, Northern Virginia, and that's what Nova is, Northern Virginia, uh, for those who are not on the Eastern Seaboard. But uh, it started out small as just some 40K gamers doing their thing uh, locally. And then it's kind of just, it's just grown. It's the 10th anniversary of Nova this year. Um, and it's grown year after year. It is a family-friendly, um, you know, gathering of a bunch of nerds that it has a lot of, a very large GW presence. So there's 40K, Kill Team, Age of Sigmar, all that kind of stuff. But it's also got other game systems. Fantasy Flight has uh, quite a few games there, like all the X-Wing type games are there. Um, Warma Hordes and all that crap. I don't really know, but 
Um, there's some board gaming. They have like a whole board game room. There's a ton of vendors there. Um, there is a, a charity lounge where they have events every night, and all the proceeds for that go to uh, charity. Um, yeah, so it's just it's just a big board gaming convention. And as mentioned before, the what makes it unique from everything else is that it's not a not for profit convention. Like they're not they're not doing it to make money; they're doing it to raise money, um, which makes it, I think, pretty unique, at least in the U.S. Um, yeah. So, and you know, the, for 30K, we usually run events Thursday through Sunday. Um, this year, I think our initial group of events is like maybe eight, seven or eight different events for 30K. And then I, <clears throat> toward like last month, I added a couple more events um, for like an evening, nighttime narrative thing. But uh, it's grown so big that, you know, I used, Two or three years ago, you could wait until the week before Nova and still buy tickets for most of the events. Um, so this year, six of our seven initial events sold out within the first 24 hours, um, which was pretty unexpected, but, you know, exciting, but unexpected and also worrying, you know, clearly heresy is dead. It's the de <laughs> yeah. deadest of game systems. Um, I know but, that I was waiting online for when those went on and, and bought them that minute. I wasn't going to take chances. Yeah. So, oh, so like last year um, was the first year we ran ZM and I ran the ZM event last year. And it, that event was the first time we had an event sell out in the first day and it sold out in 45 minutes. And Mark Rayleigh, he's the, he's like the, the godfather of 30 K for Nova, right? Him and the Grang Legion have been running these events for both Nova and Adepticon for years um, was very surprised that it sold out because it was a brand new event and then it sold out. So apparently people like playing ZM, right? We didn't expect that this year we would sell out, you know, six of our events within 24 hours. I think three or four of those sold out in the first three hours. Um, so clearly the community is growing. Like there's a lot of new people I think that are, either picking up our 30k or they're coming out of their basements to come to a convention like i, I don't know <laughs> or people are traveling i don't know what it is um, no. <laughs> <laughs> come out of the basement come into the light and go to a different basement come in, leaving their mom's house right Shane? yeah yeah screw you mom i get four days away from you can i borrow the credit card no that's none of our players obviously uh yeah so it's it's just grown it's it's been pretty pretty cool to watch yeah it's it's fucking awesome it's exciting yeah fucking, i can't wait i, I, I know for me it's year. like my four most favorite days of the year aside from well i mean it, they compete with like children's birthdays and christmas but, I guess. but really there's <laughs> like no competition there like <laughs> Yes, we can go to Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah, yeah, your kids sure. don't listen to this podcast. You, you don't have to say that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. I am not a blast. Well, they might in 20 years. You never know. <laughs> you, never know. <laughs> you could only hope. Yeah. You could only hope. Awesome, man. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. Thanks yep. for, coming on. Thanks for uh, talking about that and organizing the, uh, the charity armies.
Focus to slow my heart rate down. What are you doing? I'm burying you. I'm alive, friend. I'm alive. You're waking the neighbors. No. Shut up. No. Now I'm going to play your drum set. Close your eyes. Let the dirt just shower over you. This is your fault. All right, let's move into some list review. So, list reviews. Yeah. We need a fucking good intro for that. We need something. Like Reading Rainbow. I don't know. Ooh. Some sort of fucking That'd be good. musical. Stay strapped or get clapped. Yeah, some, something dope. To find, someone with musical talent needs to work on that. All right, uh, so we're going to start off with one. I'm... I don't think I've given this list out before. It's been a while. Uh, if we have, well, tough shit, deal with it. If not, well, uh, better late than never, right? Uh, so this le- list is for Ned Kelly. Uh, he wanted to get some Alpha Legion hotness going, and he asked me if I would write him a list. So I said, all right. Uh, he was looking to keep it real small, right around 1250 points for uh, ZM. Um and he wanted to, he's like, I definitely want to use Dynat. And I was like, all right, like, here you go. So uh, I took, for HQ, Armillus Dynat, and we're using just the, the generic uh, combatant force org for this one. We also have 15 Breacher Space Marines. Sergeant has Artificer Armor. There's two Melta Bombs, a Nuncio Vox. I'm sorry, there's two Melta Guns. A nuncio vox, and all of the breachers are armed with melt bombs. That's the troop choice. Then we move down to the elite slot. Well, move over to the elite slot, and we have a contemptor cordis dreadnought. He's armed with dual heavy, um, dual close combat weapons, and he's got heavy flamers in his palm. And then after that, I took six terminators and cataphracti, and I gave the sergeant a chain fist. And then, because uh, I didn't have... Oh, yeah, I did have the points. Um, and then the rest have uh, chain fists. So everybody has chain fists out of those six. After that, uh, last thing is a fast attack of six Seekers. The Strike Leader has Artificer Armor, Combi Weapon, and Melt Bombs. And then the other five are just armed with regular Combi Weapons. So uh, for that, the Seekers, I typically would give them combi meltas. I just think melta in ZM is way more useful than uh, well, really anything else. Because uh, like plasma's good, and like I, I understand you can get a lot of shots out, but then like if you take a plasma support squad, well, then you need to take an apothecary, and when you're at 1250 points, you just don't have the flexibility for that stuff. So I opted to kind of go the cheaper route and just use Seekers. Um, so that comes in at uh, I have it at 12.30 right now, but that's because I forgot to update it to have five chain fists. Because uh, I am retarded. Let me just do that really quick. I just realized that, too. Wow, that's... There okay. we go. 12.40. <laughs> you could also uh, use those extra 10 points through a power weapon on that. Um, Breacher Sergeant. Yeah, that's there. true. That's something. Maybe yeah. give him a power axe or something to come in if you uh, run into some uh, two-plus armor saves. 
What uh, right of war were you planning on this one? Uh, that one, uh, I was just kind of keeping it real bland and generic. Uh, probably Zone Mortalis if I had a choice, um, because you get to deep strike one unit, and you can use Dynat to just pretty much pinpoint the, that uh, Terminator unit exactly where you want it. So, <clears throat> that's... And it gives a nice bonus to your uh, Breacher squads, too, using that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus one, you're in bones. Very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was my list for uh, Dynat. What do you think about that one there, Mongo? I like it. I like it a lot. It's uh, actually very similar to a Sons of Horus list that I run for ZM. Uh, instead of Seekers, I run a Tactical Support Squad. Mm-hmm. I have a few less Terminators, and I run a regular Cordis, but it works pretty well. I run a, uh, what is that guy, that Praetor Tribune? Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty effective. It's good. It's a solid list. You know your Breachers can go hold something. Um, yeah. Hard to budge. Your yep. Contemptor can back them up. If you don't do Cataphracty, which I prefer um, Taros in ZM, actually, because of the mobility. But it's all, you know, using yeah. preference. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't last as long, but well, I, like I, it. I really like it a lot. I, I think, too, it depends on how do you plan on deploying them? So for this list, the cataphracti are there pretty much your breachers are the like, come get me bro unit. And then when the unit comes in, you're just like, Oh, by the way, I'm deep striking terminators. And then you just drop them in. That's your kind of like your, I'm a fuck up his, his little, you know, this guy took uh well, you can't take Leviathans anymore. Oh wait. Yeah. You can take a Leviathan and see him still. Never mind. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking uh centurion. Um, I think at this point, a Leviathan is a little heavy. Leviathan's heavy, but uh, it'll put in some fucking work. It will. <laughs> but don't do it. If you take a Leviathan and see him, you're a dick. The only thing with the Terminators is I might take a couple chain fists off and yeah. add a couple combi weapons for some little extra firepower when you deep strike in. Uh, yeah, that's true. You're just kind of there. You know, you could, you could pop in, lay down with some uh, combi weapons, and then... Yeah. Just got your dick, dick hanging out in the wind, you know, just casual yeah. dick pic. But that's just a personal preference there. Whatever cool. Culture, yeah. Thanks, man. Um, so, Ned, I hope that works for you. I hope it's not too terribly expensive. Um, you could probably use, like, I think Pop Goes the Monkey makes uh, shields and stuff. Like, you could just use stuff like that. Um, so you could just, like, keep the cost down by using, like, GW stuff uh, for your breachers. Same with the Terminators. Uh, just go on eBay or whatever. And then Dynat, well, there's you know, not really, no really way around that. You got to go to the uh, for world. Yeah, Shapeways has combi weapons too, so he could do that for his Seekers. Oh, yeah. Perfect, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, I hope that works for you, man. Let us know if it sucked. Uh, Manga wrote it, not me. All right. Uh, we have another listener list request this one was a little delayed but uh i know he's not too upset about that because he's working on his night lords that we did for him which is cool uh so mago do you want to go ahead we wrote two lists for him um he had a special request where he basically was like i don't care if this list is crap but i really like the theme of the burning of the 500 worlds and i was like awesome like i already like this 
And he elaborated further by saying, like, I think it would be really cool if I could use, like, Golfer Bach and Ashen Circle. Like, just get a really, like, witchy-poo, crazy, like, maniacs who burned cows feel. And I was like, dude, like, not only can we easily do this, but we can also make this really disgusting. <laughs> um, and he was like, well, I, I don't want to be that guy either, so just, just make a, an okay list. And so I was like, all right. Well, Mongo and I have been, we've been working on it. And uh, Mongo, why don't you go ahead and come up with, or uh, rattle off what you came up with, and we'll talk about it. All right. So the list that I wrote, it's a uh, Last of the Serrated Sun. 2,500 points, and it starts off with a Praetor, using the Rite of War, Last of the Serrated Sun. He has Burning Lore, Paragon Blade, Melt the Bombs, and an Iron Halo. The second HQ choice is a Chaplain with Artificer Armor, Bolt Pistol. He comes with a Power Weapon, Melt the Bombs, and a Refractor Field. And with the Praetor, he's going to ride, and he's going to have a Command Squad of five Space Marine Chosen. The Standard Bearer is going to have a Power Fist, and then four Space Marine Chosen with power weapons. We'll have five Gal Vorback, Dark Brethren. Um, the Dark Martyr will have a Power Fist. And then two power weapons on the Gal Vorback. And they'll be in an Anvilist Pattern Dreadclaw Drop Pod. Ten nice. Tactical Space Marines. Um, they're just, with Tax Sergeant, just bare bones. Tack, nothing special. And a Drop Pod. Uh, two of those to fill up. So that'll give you three. Uh, troop slots right there. A Contemptor Dreadnought with uh, twin carries pattern assault cannons in a Dreadnought drop pod and a Carapace mounted Havoc Launcher. That's your fire support squad. So he'll drop in and he can just lay down the pain. Yeah. A five Terminators. And I didn't specify what kind of armor on these guys. So I like to run my Terminators with combi weapons. So it's all five of them. Combi weapons, your choice, plasma or melta. Uh, two power fists and two chain fists, and the sergeant has a power fist. And they'll be in an ambulance pattern dreadclaw drop pod. So that's nice. They can come in, they can shoot, and then assault. That's awesome. Um, six vets in there, and these are machine killer vets with combi meltas and melta bombs in a regular drop pod. <clears throat> We've got an ambulance pattern drop claw left over for the command squad and the Praetor. And then 10 Ashen Circle. The Iconoclast has Artificer Armor, Inferno Pistol, Melta Bombs, and Phosphax Bombs. And that comes in at 2,492 points. Right on the money, man. I think it'll be a fun list to play. Uh, you've got a couple scoring in there. So you can still wear uh, three scoring. Some serious uh, anti-tank, because that's probably your toughest thing to get in a drop list. Yeah. But your, your Contemptor can kill quite a bit of light armor. Then you've got your Terminators and your Vets that can uh, take out anything that's heavier. Any AV-14 there. So, I don't know. Let us know what you think, Tyler. Uh, yeah. General, like, Space Ring Drop Pod lists are awesome. Uh, hey, in the FAQ, I forget, did they address the uh, Space the Drop Pods having the, the people thinking that it's in a mobile unit? Yes. Okay, thank God. They did address that. All right. So there, it used to have um, a thing where it became immobilized uh, after it deployed, and people thought that because of that, you couldn't take that in uh, last registered on this. But you can, because they're dumb. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's all. That's what I was checking. All right. 
So, I also did a list as well. Kind of similar, kind of different. So, I started off with a uh, chaplain. And he has um, artifice armor, just regular bolt pistol, melt bombs, refract field. And I only made him psychic mastery level one. Um, I don't know, maybe if I should have changed that, but it's up to you, Tyler. If you want a more bitchy-poo, I can definitely tweak it a little bit. It's easy. Uh, and he's going to hang out with a Praetor in Terminator armor, who's running the Rite of War, Last of the Serrated Sun. And he's in Cataphracti armor. He's got a tainted weapon. Master, Can you Mastercraft that? I think you can. I don't know. I'd have to uh, look that one up. Quartermaster said I could, so I did it. <laughs> And then I uh, gave him digital lasers. And he's going to hang out with some other bros. They're going to go in a big, big, a big boy drop pod, also known as the Charybdis Assault Claws. Uh, they're going to hang out with eight Galverback, um, which I'll get to them later in the list. Uh, so that's your HQ choices there. Then we're going to go to the troop choice section. So you got 10 tactical Marines. Sergeant has Artificer Armor, Power Fist. They're in a drop pod. Then we have another 10 Tactical Marines, Artificer Armor, Power Fist on Sergeant, and a Drop Pod. That's, uh, that's to help you with your scoring. Then I have five Galverbach Dark Brethren. Dark Martyr has Artificer Armor and a Tamed Weapon, and he's in an Anvilus Pattern Dreadclaw. Now the now we're at the eight Galverbach. Dark Martyr also has Artificer Armor and Tamed Weapon, but he, they're going to be accompanied by the Praetor and Terminator Armor and the Chaplain. And they will go in the um, uh, the Charybdis Assault Claw. So that's the bigger one, if you're not familiar. For the final troop choice, I loaded this up with troop choices. Uh, I did a tactical support squad with plasma guns. And I gave Artifice Armor to the Sergeant. To the sergeant. Um, I'm sorry, nine tactical support marines. And they're in a drop pod. Attached to them, I gave a... Um, Apothecary with Artifice Armor, because you, you need to run that. If you're running um, Plasma Guns, you need to have an uh, Apothecary. You need some Feel No Pain in there, because you're going to start dropping guys when you're doing two shots at a time. It's really frustrating. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, I, I forgot, I, I, put the, uh, I took a second Apothecary, also in Artifice Armor, and I, I forgot I actually put him with the uh, Command uh, Bubble, with the Chaplain and all that. Because uh, Feel No Pain is great. And plus, I play World Eaters, so we love Feel No Pain. <laughs> uh, okay, after that, so that's your Elite's fast attack. I took a Javelin attack speeder with a Pintle Mounted Multi Melta. A second selection, Javelin attack speeder, Pintle Mounted Multi Melta. And then the final heavy su- or, uh, fast attack selection is eight Ashen Circle Incendiaries. Uh, the Iconoclast has Artificer Armor, Melt Bombs, and they will be uh, they will be riding in... the heck did I put them in? Don't they have jump packs? Oh, that's right. They have jump packs. That's right. Okay. I forgot about that. Uh, so that's it for Fast Attack. Heavy Support. I took a Leviathan Pattern Siege Dreadnought. I gave him a Cyclonic, Melt Lance, Grab Flux, Bombard, and Armored Ceramite. And he is in a Dreadnought Drop Pod. Uh, 
other heavy support, obviously the Cribs Assault Call that's transporting the other the uh, Command Squad. Well, it's the Bod Squad. And then the final selection. I was torn what to do for the last bit of points. Um, I felt like the list was lacking in ranged firepower and also would really struggle against air support because while a Charybdis is good at uh, fighting, uh, acting as anti-air, uh, it's going to struggle if someone you know is a cunt and runs a Cestus or something like that. So I threw in a Fire Raptor gunship. Uh, I gave it Reaper uh, autocannons and four Hellstrike missiles. Nice. Very nice. That comes in at 3,000 points on the nose. Now, I did not bother to give the Fire Raptor Armored Ceramite. Readers will notice. Um, I see a lot of people do that. And I think you're wasting your time. The only flyer in the game that has Melta on it is the Storm Eagle. Unless the Cestus has it, which I do not believe it has Melta. Um, it, I mean, it's one other flyer. So what does it matter? Everything else is hitting you on sixes. Uh, your Fire Raptor, if you're jinking with it, you're going to be in trouble, and you probably should have placed it better. So, just my opinion. But them hitting you on sixes anyway, uh, you're fine. You don't need Armored Ceramite. If it hits, yeah, it's going to hurt, but... You should probably be jinking at that point. Nope. <laughs> I agree. I think uh, I don't think that's a good choice. It's a, my opinion, same thing. Waste of points on a Flyer. It's yeah, it's expensive, and honestly, you, yeah, you should your flyers need to be placed more carefully. That your opponent should only be shooting them because he's out of options. Like you, you really like should have other targets threatening them where they're not considering your flyers. You want to try and position them so that they're you know they're safe. You got to keep your flyers safe. They're 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 squishy, you know. And you need them firing at full full capacity. Jinking sucks. Although all the amount of twin linked on that thing is really nice, but still, jinking sucks. Don't do it. If you don't have to, don't do it. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so that's our list review. Uh, yeah. Mago, any uh, last thoughts here before we uh, wrap this section up and go on to the next one? No, let us know what you think. Uh, let us know what we did wrong. If you see anything in our that we wrote in these lists that might be illegal or um, not allowed, you know, shoot us a message. Let us know. Yeah. yeah. Or if you think the list is shit, you should write us in. Write into the show. Let yeah, right. Write Neo. He writes all the bad lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, there's a, if there's a bad list, it's Neo. Hashtag fuck Neo. Um, yeah. Also, if you would like a list made, uh, reach out to us and let us know. We're happy to do it. Might take us a bit, but you'll get it. Uh, also, if you want a copy of any lists that we have made, again, reach out to us and we'll send it right over to you. All right, let's uh, let's head on over to the next section where Lewis describes what it's like being born with both a vagina and a penis. Crucifixion. Yes. Good. Out of the door. Line on the left. One cross each. Next. Crucifixion, good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. Next. Crucifixion. Uh, no, freedom. Mm -hmm. What? Uh, freedom for me. They said I hadn't done anything so I could go free and live on an island somewhere. Oh. 
Oh, that's jolly good. Well, off you go then. Now, nah, man, you put in your leg. It's crucifixion, really. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. Well, out of the door. Yeah, out of the way, out the door. One I'm cross each, line on the left. Line on the left. <laughs> yes, thank you. Crucifixion? Yes. Good. Next segment, um, and this will be the last segment, is the rant. So, it's the rant's been kind of inspired. So, I recently read um, Ruin Storm, which was crap. I read, what was the book after Ruin Storm, Mongo? It was um, Wolf's Bane, that was crap. Then I read Born Flame, that was crap. Then I read uh, Heralds of the Siege, that was like 50-50 crap, and then okay. And now I'm on Titan Death, which so far seems okay, but I'm like pages in. <clears throat> so it inspired me because as I was reading these books, I was like, what is going on with fluff? Like you can tell they're just, they're not even trying anymore. Like Salamander's fluff, for example, is the worst fluff. It is so boring. Like, it, it, you've, okay. So you like, Let's look at a legion like the Sons of Horus, right? Get a little egotistical, right? I mean, what, what would you say is, like, their big downfall for the Sons of Horus? Like, what is it about the Sons of Horus that um, makes them an easy target for chaos? I, w- I would, yeah, I, I would pride in, in who they are and uh, their absolute faith in Horus, right? I mean, they're, they're, undu- they're, What's the word for it? Their unwavering loyalty, right? Well, like, okay. And then, like, that's expounded upon. The fucking... The, the salamanders are just like, oh, we like people too much. Like, what? And then on top of that, GW's like, let's just make this racist as hell, and they're black too. Like, oh, alright, like, let's just make the uninteresting legion like that, and then their genetic defect is their skin tone. That's cool. It's just like, ugh. it's just dumb. The whole Vulcan lives war cry. I, I cannot get into it. It's just stupid. And then like, I read the book and there's a battle scene and I'm just like, I find myself dreading it because I know what's coming. And then, yep, there it is. Vulcan lives. And you're like, that's the best you got. That's it. You, it's 300. You had 300 pages to write. 300 plus pages to write. Best you could do. Vulcan lives. That's that's it. That's the best you got to make this. Why not just delete them from? Can they be the like the new second and and eleventh legion? Can we just add them to the tally of just like they weren't interesting, so we're just removing them? Because oh my god, between them and the space wolves, I can't handle. Their fluff is so bad. They're ah, like space wolves. I read Wolfsbane, and uh, that book was just you could sum it up in a paragraph. Lehman Russ wants to go kick Horace's ass. Lehman Russ goes on a drug-induced dream quest. Lehman Russ wakes up hungover, goes to fight Horace. Horace kicks Lehman Russ's ass. Book done. It's, that was it. Like, why did I read this book? And maybe it had something that we, we wanted expounded upon. You know, the whole fight between Lehman Russ and Horace. But, like, actually try to expound upon it. Like, it was just badly written. And I don't understand why that, like, why did it even pass editing? I, it's just like, oh, my God. The fluff is what makes it good. The fluff is why people are still obsessed about the Bad App Wars. 
uh, and it's been how long since they wrote those books? What, nine and ten, I think, Imperial Armor? The fluff is why uh, people are willing to spend the ungodly amount of money that 30K costs, right? I mean, it's expensive as hell, but you do it because the fluff is solid. And then you get a crap book or crap fluff on a legion like Salamanders of the Space Wolves. Like, it's just dumb. It's the 31st millennium. It's an age of science and reason, according to the Imperium. And you got these dudes running around with their helmets off because they can smell the enemy. Shut up. Get that stupid crap out of my universe. It's just dumb. It, it's, uh, it's dumb. It's uninteresting. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Anyway, that's my rant for this week. Bad fluff. If you have a Legion that you think has really bad fluff, you should let me know. Another year, Raven Guard, you, my boys. But uh, I think that uh, at least they have that really good section, uh, Deliverance Lost. That, that book was excellent. Like, Korax is a little emo, but uh, I still think that it's a really good book. And I think that their fluff is, is good, too. The Nevermore thing, kind of silly, but it's a lot more forgivable than... How do I describe it? I mean, salamanders are, like, inconsistently crappy books, right? <laughs> like, like Vulcan's falling. What's a good salamanders book? I, I don't know. I haven't found one yet. <laughs> Damnation of Pythos? Oh, yeah, okay. All right, you can leave. Like, yeah, yeah. Dinosaurs and space marines and demons. Like, oh, cool. Like, this could have just been a 40K book. That's what Damnation of Pythos was. It was a solid 40K book. It, was, it had no place in 30K. And people, you, know, you, you can argue about the ship going off, yet, okay, shut up. Like, that could have been a short story. You know what? I think Runestorm falls into the same category. And it's not that these books are bad books, per se. It's what they have to compete against. The 40K, yeah. I, you know, some of the, some, some of the heresy, the Horse Heresy series books are amazing. And they set the bar so high that... It's it's hard to follow sometimes, and it's hard to keep it and to keep it fresh. So I have it interesting in the way that they did, and not kind of venture off into that forty k and just make it kind of like a pulp fluff. Book. You know something? <clears throat> I have a solution to that. Don't write fifty four fucking books. Like, come on, fifty four fifty four books. I, yeah, like I, I, I was almost at the point. The fact of the matter is, there are more bad books in the thirty Ks in the the Horse Heresy series than there are good books, and it's really frustrating because I feel like the bad books are what spoil legions like the Salamanders for me, the Space Wolves for me. Like, I disagree. I I wouldn't say most of them are bad go through the list we could that could be an episode that is going to be an episode (laughs) meant to be a quick wrap-up let's just we'll we'll leave it at this rant um okay so yo guys thank you for listening to the new format shane's rant on terrible legion storybooks and hobby progress you know like i said guys reach out to us on facebook i I put up a post asking for what you guys want to hear from us since we're going to call this Season 2, Episode 1, the reboot um, and the new format, feel free to write to us at RoadsDamnation30k at gmail.
you want to come on the show, um, set up an interview, uh, reach out to us, um, follow us on social media. And, and for Nova, we're all going to be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you guys want to come up and chill out with us, feel free. Probably be drinking, as per usual. Definitely going to be drinking. Yeah, come say hi and have a beer. Yeah, come say hi and bum a beer off of Lewis. <laughs> I mean, I'm totally fine with bringing beers and handing them out. I mean, they're going to be IPAs, but... Yeah, um, <clears throat> thanks to everybody who uh, reached out and let us know what you want to hear on the show. It's uh, stuff like that that helps us uh, keep content fresh and interesting to you. So, uh, please don't forget to write reach out or something to talk about. Well, so anyway, on that on that point, um, this is the end of episode one of season two. Peace out, guys. Later, Ken. Hey, guys, just wanted to give you a heads up. Um, this will be the episode before Nova as we're all busy prepping for, like, getting last-minute painting done. And there's not really that much time to record before we leave as a group. So we're, um, the next episode will be the week after Nova. Um, we'll record probably snippets at Nova. Hopefully the volume isn't too loud, but let's see how it goes. Hashtag fuck Lewis. <laughs>